Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Yo, yo, this your boy DJ B4EY. And this is Mrs. DJ B4EY. And you're now listening to MTMV Sports. Keep, Keep it, it locked. locked. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere. Yo, I'm so happy to be here with everybody. I'm I'm just blessed to be here today, man. It's a uh, MTMV special. We got the one and only Chris Noel on the podcast today, man. How you doing, Chris? Man, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me, bro. Yeah, absolutely, bro. You just dropped a fire track that we're going to talk about um, at the end of this. You got all my homies on it, so I can't wait to, to talk to you about that. My boy Manny on the track. Can't wait to hop yeah. into that. Um, but there's uh, something more pressing right now um, that's going on in the world of soccer that we must address before we hop into all of it, man. Um, so um, I'm, I'm hearing reports that there was a guy on the soccer field, and he was being shouted at with racist chants, and he decided, you know, he didn't want to. He, he was going to leave, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, this I'm, is that new help, help me, help me out with the situation, bro. What, what actually happened? Break it down for me. So basically, the, the the person that you're talking about, his name is Mario Balotelli. He's um, actually African born, but his citizenship is with Italy. So he's he's an African Italian, um, and he's like a controversial dude, man. He's he's like a firecracker on the field. And so basically, what happened is he was doing his thing, you know, dribbling or whatever. Um, and as he got to the corner, he heard that there were people making monkey noises in the crowd. And so, obviously, you know, he got, and I, I guess that had been happening all throughout the game. And so, as the ball was going out, he picked it up, and he just kicked it at the crowd. And then he just walked off, stormed off. And so, the team, the the opposing team and the coaches and the team, they basically, like, were begging him to, you know, hey, don't leave, don't leave, stop it. Like, hey, we want you to keep on playing. Um, and the ref actually suspended the game for some time and told the crowd, hey, if you don't, you don't stop it, we're not going to. We're not going to follow through with the game. And so um, he actually, you know, he came back and he scored. He scored and he did his thing. And, um, I, I mean, success is the best way for, of revenge. So um, he did his thing. But it's just a shame that that stuff is so prevalent, you know what I mean, even in, in, in a sport, a beautiful sport like this. So um, that's basically what happened. Bro, you've been playing soccer, you know, for a while, like pretty much all your life, right? Yeah, since I was four years old. Four years old, man. Um, in love with the game. So, and you've, been, the game. you've been watching it as well. Yeah, I keep up with it. I don't keep up with it as much as I did when I was younger, but I definitely know like the big figures and the, the teams, and and uh, I keep up with that stuff. Yeah. So, how often are black soccer players dealing with this when they play worldwide? Well, um, there's certain countries that I think that they deal with it more so than other countries. I would say that Italy. Um, is one of them. I know that Spain is one of them. I think that um, you, they're going to deal with those, you know, the racist remarks and things in all the European uh, places, but those two in particular, like Spain and Italy, uh, are, like, really bad for their, you know, <laughs> just racism, like, just outward racism. Because they didn't have, like, the, you know, civil rights movements and things like we had here in the United States. And so they're a little bit more 
like in your face with him. Like, like there's people who go to the games with uh, like swastikas painted on them. They do the hell Hitler thing, and like there's no shame. It's just like right there. There's people who who have thrown bananas on the field at black players. Like, and I'm not talking about like players that are scrubs. I'm talking about like black players that are like, no, these are bees. I'm talking about like the LeBron James and the the just like the crazy good players who who are making like six figures and they're still having bananas thrown at them on the field. And so it's it's a problem for sure. So how do you how do they fight against it? Like what? What is the thing? What would you recommend that they do to, to actually stop it or uh, at least bring some awareness to it? So there's actually, so there are, there are campaigns like FIFA, um, which is like the NBA of soccer, like for the whole world. Like there's campaigns um, it's like soccer against racism that are aimed at, at basically fighting racism in soccer. Um, they actually find the team for the racist fans who come to the game. And so it puts pressure on the teams to, to, to put together a system to basically stop fans from coming and, and doing crazy stuff like that. They suspend matches until people start acting right. So uh, they are actively starting to, you know, try to combat, combat these types of things. But um, I, would, I would say that they're headed in the right direction. Um, you got to hit people where it hurts. And, you know, you start taking away money from the clubs or the teams you're definitely going to be forced, no matter how they feel about it, um, they're going to be forced to to do something about it. So, um, and so in this particular inst- um, instance, the manager and the club president of the team that Mario plays for said that they don't see, they don't think anything happened. They said nothing happened. That, yeah, his, that. his actions wasn't warranted. Yep, yep. I think it was like a, an attempt to sweep everything under the rug. But um, but if you actually put this thing up, Mario Balotelli is his name. Um, if you look it up and you see his reaction, nobody just blows up and does that for no reason. And we know this to be true about Italian soccer. Um, like they, this is not the first time this has happened. So I feel like they try to downplay it to to basically basically um, just take the take the light off the situation. But it, it I feel like it definitely happened. <laughs> you if you just look at nobody blows up like that for no reason. I mean, if let's be real, like I'm I'm you know I'm African American. Like if, if I was on the field and somebody started making monkey sounds and throwing banana peels on the field, like I wouldn't just be there with a smile on my face. I'd probably feel some type of way. And um and I don't know if 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 Balotelli is a you know a believer or not. Um, but I think that's like a fact. The dude just like blew up. You know what I mean? And so. And that's understandable, like, in that type of situation, so. Bro, this actually happened to me when I was in India playing basketball. What? So, yes, I'm on the I'm on the court playing basketball, and um, while, like, right after our first game, I go to sit down, and there's a bunch of, you know, little kids from Tibet, like, a whole bunch of, like, little Tibetan kids, and I'm the only black person on the court, right? Somebody oh, wow. takes a banana peel and throws it at me, while um sitting down are you serious i'm dead serious and i got up and i was like yo who threw this and i started looking at her. i said who threw this i said look who threw i mean i went to everybody i was i was i was hot so when i when i got back on the court man i started knocking people down pushing people (laughs) like acting foolish and after i do it i start beating my chest like a gorilla like i was like like i was hot I was so hot, yeah. bro. And and I couldn't really like I couldn't get back to normal. You feel what I'm saying? 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like it's almost as if like yo, I'm gonna give you what you want, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, wow. So, so I really don't know how this been like to to get back to to the place where he's normal. Plus, he then you know has that amount of success after, bro. That's that's an incredible situation, that's man. And and it is is now here's the incredible thing about it. Like I, I gave you a little bit about a uh, a backdrop about Balotelli. I told you that he's Italian by citizenship, right? Yes. So he's he's good. He's good enough that he's on their national team. He's one of the only black people on their national team, and he's the guy who scores all the goals. So his his position is forward. So he without him, they're not going anywhere. So I just want you to keep that in mind. And so during the World Cup a couple of years back, um, I remember seeing this, and I all I could do was shake my head. Remember that whole monkey thing we just talked about? Yep. And so th- keep in mind, this is this man's country. Like he has allegiance to, he puts on their jersey and he goes on the field for them. So in one of the Italian newspapers, you know how they have King Kong climbing a building with the white woman in, in, in his hand? Yeah. They had Balotelli on the top of a building doing the same thing. It was a, it was a monkey body, but it was his face. Are and this was serious? in the newspaper. I'm dead serious, bro. And so this is, but the thing is like, they're not, now that's, you couldn't get away with that here. Well, I, I don't know. It's, it's been getting pretty crazy now. But, like, it's it's taboo to do things like that, you know what I'm saying, in the media here. Like, you would never see that in the newspaper. But over there, it's accepted, and it's just like, nah, this is our culture. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, like, bro, it's, so- it's bad, bro. That's the same guy. He, de- he dealt with that, and now he's dealing with this. The same. He's playing in his home country, and Why? this is what he's dealing with. Why doesn't he leave? Well, he may, he makes posts about you know. There's a saying in Italy. He's just put something on a post about oh, Italians for or my bad. Um, Italy is for Italians, and he was responding to it, and he said something like, "Well, Africa is for Africans." So I don't know if that's him starting to gravitate towards a like, yo, maybe I do need to be, you know, play for like wherever I came from. My my origins are, but but I know he put that. Um, so we'll see what he does with it though. Aren't his um, parents from Guyana? Yeah, like there, I I can't remember. You probably know. I don't can't remember which African country, um, but I definitely know. Yeah, yeah. I think his parents are. Um, yeah, they're from Guyana. And that's crazy, man. So he it's was crazy. born. He was born in Italy, but I think his parents are from Guyana. So, so you know, is is there a possibility he leaves? I th- I mean, you know, the crazy thing about soccer is. It's very political, um, especially when it, when it comes to national teams as well. There's been people who are from Brazil, but because Brazil is so good and they couldn't get a a, uh, a spot on the Brazilian national team, they go to Portugal because that's, you know, Brazil was a colony of um, Portugal, and they actually become Portuguese citizens just so that they could play on the national, the national team. So it's not unheard of. Like, he, he could technically go back to... And I'm sure they would welcome him with open arms <laughs> because of his the caliber of his play. And so, um, so yeah. So talk to I me, mean, would, if, if we had to compare him to somebody in the NBA, who is he? Balotelli? Um, let me see, man. I would say Balotelli is more like a Carmelo. Yeah, I would say Balotelli. Wait, right now like, Carmelo or before Carmelo? Before Car- Carmelo. Okay, yeah. cool. Thanks. All right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and he's not even, I wouldn't say that he's at the peak of his, his career, but he's still like, he's still, he's still a really good player. He's still in the national team, you know? Wow. Um, and so, um, 
And so, yeah, I wouldn't, he's not like a LeBron James or, you know, or he's definitely not, he's not like Kobe or, you know, a MJ or anything like that, but he's still a force to be reckoned with. So, Yo, talk to us really quick, man. Just, just like educate us because there's a lot of people who know about soccer, but they don't know um, who are some black soccer players to follow. And what I think is, is that because soccer is so ignored by most African-Americans and most Africans, period, right? Well, I'm sorry, African-Americans mostly. Because it's so ignored, we don't always outright fight for those guys or, or really go crazy on Twitter for those guys because we don't really know them. Who are some, oh, yeah. um, who are some like black soccer players that, you know, people should be looking out for? Man, uh, off rip, man, I tell you, like, so my favorite player of all time is Ronaldinho. Um, he definitely um, has, Af- he's from Brazil, but he um, has African descent. I would say um, Eto from Cameroon. Um, let me see. Josie Altador is actually from the United States. I believe he's of Haitian descent. Dude is really good. And he he's, if you, here's the thing. The goal is to make it overseas. If you can get overseas, like you've made it to the promised land. Um, and when I say overseas, I mean like a European, a European league, like, the Spanish league um, that I would say the NBA of all leagues would be the English, the English premier league. So if you can get in that league, that's where all the best players are. Um, who else? Uh, do you remember when, um, what was my dude's name? Do you ever remember a dude named Freddie Adu? Yes. He was, he was good. He didn't perform as well, but dude is, he's, I think he's of Ghana, like Ghanaian descent. Um, he went overseas, did his thing. Uh, Marcelo from Brazil is definitely African descent. And so I think it's crazy because, you know, as an African-American, we don't really, like, look at these dudes as, like, if you're not in the NBA or the NFL, you know what I'm saying, we don't really look at these dudes like you ain't really doing nothing. But, bro, like, dude, like, if you sit down, just go play one day, and you'll see how, how much skill it takes to actually maintain the ball and, and just to, to be – successful successful in a sport like that um but these dudes are like man these like top-notch athletes man and so um i encourage you guys i I don't know if anybody's ever heard of thierry henry a french dude is a beast he's not playing anymore he's like now a coach but he's like one of my favorite players like model my game after him um and uh you know speaking on this subject about the whole blackness in, in in soccer so if you look at the French, you know that France won the, the World Cup, right? Okay. So France won the World Cup. But if you look at their lineup, their whole like almost their whole team is, is black, bro. They're of African descent. And so you know who Trevor Noah is, right? No. Trevor Noah so Trevor Noah has he's like a, he has like his night show or whatnot. Um like a David Letterman, he's like from. South oh wait, wait, no, like no, you talking? Yes, yes, you talking about the guy on um on TV? Yes, I know Trevor Noah. I thought he was a soccer player. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, no, yeah, Trevor Noah. Yeah, so I know Trevor, Trevor Noah. Yeah, bro. So you know the French people are all happy. They're like, yeah, you know France, this is that. This is awesome that they're they're um that France won, and Trevor Noah or somebody else made a, a comment, be like, nah, like Africa won the World Cup, and <laughs> yo, it, everybody got ticked off. They got really mad because um. It, because in France, evidently, people they're looked down on. If they do something wrong, they look at them and be like, "Oh, it's the Africans. They're doing this, that, and the third. It's the Africans. They're messing up society." But as soon as they do something like bring a World Cup home for the country, now they're elevated to the status like, "Oh, they're French." Now it's only when they're doing something good that they're 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 French. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I thought it was really, really interesting that that um, you know Trevor Noah got into it with this uh, French diplomat over you know like their Africanness is only accepted when they do something good for the country as opposed to and when they do something bad they're no longer considered a French citizen but more so oh they're African that's why it, you know they're messing this uh, they're messing something up you know and so um it's it's interesting man it just shows the dynamics of like soccer and how sports and then just like racism like are all meshed together so yo you are absolutely right there are 10 guys um there are 10 guys and i think the the other guy may be the coach um because he's wearing something different i'm I'm saying that because he's wearing number 16 so i don't know if he's a player or a coach but if as i look at the team yes it's mostly made up of african-americans it's like seven out of those 10 guys african of african descent yeah Yep, and so yeah, so he, they they threw it out there, be like, yeah, they're like France one, but like, nah, bro, Africa, Africa one. And so I thought I was like, wow, I was like, what's gonna happen after this? And it, it was interesting though. Yo, talk to me. How'd you get interested in soccer in the first place? Um, man, so I'm originally from Texas, right on the border, and I grew around, I grew up around Hispanics, man. And um, when I was little, like I was in a league, like you know, how most people stop playing soccer and then they go to baseball and i played other sports too i just like never stopped i never stopped um actually got to go to england and play um played in college i love man like i used to live eat breathe sleep soccer um and so yeah man is is very much so a part of who i am mm. yeah man all right y'all we'll take a quick break and right after this we'll come right back and we'll start talking about same energy because they got to know about that all right we'll be right back (laughs) yo 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 this your boy ehud god's mc and you're listening to mtmv sports keep it locked peace y'all already know who it is it's your boy loso man and y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out mtmv sports y'all still I'ma keep the same energy, energy. Gotta keep the same energy, energy. But I keep the same energy, energy. I'ma keep the same energy, 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 energy. I ain't switching up the team that I claim. Hey, credit to the clouds, they salute to the king. Hey, I'ma keep the same energy, energy. Gotta keep the same energy, energy. I'ma keep the same energy, energy. But I keep the same energy, 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 energy. They got the mask on like a comic con, smelling something like a portageon. But I'm black, edgy with Biakugan in the octagon. If the drama on, same guy in my corner giving me energy. Same critics up on the side trying to limit me. Same people that hate on me. Now they feeling me No time for the frenemy uh-uh. Had to go solo, no Han Aye. For like LeBron Phenomenon, royalty like Mulan Go Kuwait, go Han When Aye. I throw spirit bombs Aye. Black E-Man slicing up Cobra Khan Work over time when I pop off like nine. Yeah. Your life on the line if you write off my rhymes yeah. I run out the time while you write on the pine uh-huh. Switch off the tree when you get out of line Flash the fossil, life of Lassa Raptor Then I rock it up, boy, like I work for NASA They pop the Alright, we're back Yo, um, yo, Chris, man Thank you so much, man I appreciate okay. it Um, we gotta talk about this song you just dropped, bro Hot song with Mitch Darrell Man, my produced by my boy Manny Willis. Um, if people don't know, Manny's that dude. Super love that kid. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, he. You know what I mean? He's really doing his thing, bro. How did this whole collab really kick off? Man, so I Manny is just like a a really dope kid, bro. I think um it has a lot of potential, and I it's what I don't like seeing is people not being able to maximize like their talents and their their just gifts um because of whatever reason um and so my thing is anytime i see somebody who's dope like i I, if what little i have to give i try to to elevate them and um and so 
I saw that he had some beats. He was talking about, yo, I want to do this, that, and the third. And we had been talking about working together. And so I was like, bro, I was like, this is the this is the beat right here, man. I'm a spaz on it. He was like, yo, man, like, um, if you take this, you got to rip it. I was like, bro, don't worry about it. Say no more. And so I've been politicking for a while with Mitch Durrell. That's my guy. Really good dude as well. Um, awesome rapper. Um, excellence in his bars. And so love working with him. So, yeah, basically we all just came together and uh, same energy came out. And I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. So, Yo, he spaz, you spaz, the beast fire. Like, man, what 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 was the concept? Like, when did you come up with the concept for Same Energy? Or did you come up with it or somebody else did? Uh, it was me. It was me. Um, so Same Energy is basically, man, so a lot with me is about, I keep on saying this word because it's like a defining, like, point, a defining, like, word in my life is just excellence. Um, and so we know what the world has to offer. Um, and so whatever gift that God has put in your lap, like you need to, to attack that joint with some type of excellence. Um, and so <clears throat> just because the world is doing it and just because I, I don't know, let me, let me start off like this. Have you ever heard somebody who's maybe not up to par, but because they're doing it for God, people are like, Oh, that's amazing. But we sort of give them a pass, even if it is like sort of whack, just being honest with you, yes. because it's for, it's for Jesus. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like, oh, that's good, baby. It's like, nah, that's not good, homie. Like, there's not, that's like, that's not the same energy. It's, it's what we're used to listening to. And so, um, bro, like, we should be attacking, we should be attacking everything creatively and even in other spaces, anything that has to do with entertainment. Like, we should be murdering that joint with the same energy, like, as, as the world. And so, um, we basically just wanted to spaz out, spaz out for God. And that's what we just, uh, used the track to do, man. Got it. So, so the song is basically saying, "Hey, that same energy you would bring to a track if you got a feature with somebody in the world, right? Like, bring yeah. that same energy here. Like, keep it the same excellence, same level of excellence. Excellence all the way through. Got it. All the way through. Got it. Yeah, man. that's gonna hit home for somebody, bro. Yeah, bro. That's gonna preach. Yeah, bro. That's gonna preach before the song and after. Man, and we just had a good time doing it. That's a beautiful thing about it. So I love it, bro. I've been seeing you kind of moving around, um, you know, doing shows on a week to week basis. You're always doing something. What's next for you? I I am actually working with um, Silent H. Um, his name is Will. Um, dude is a beast of a producer, and I am working towards putting out a an acoustic project. Uh, oh. I mean, acoustic. Yeah, so with I'm the super guitar? excited about that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh. And then, you know, yeah, he puts his bells and whistles on it and just came alongside of me and, and, and put the uh, put the icing on the cake. And, um, bro, like, I, when I tell you I'm excited about this project, I'm excited about this project, man. So you guys definitely be stayed tuned for that. It's going to be something special. Yo, just recently, um, Cannon gave you the ill shout-out. I mean, on two separate occasions, he's giving you the ill shout-out. Um any possible collab with Cannon coming? Yeah, bro. Okay, so like, and I, bro, I put this on my life. I'm not trying to toot my horn. <laughs> what I said, what I will say is, yo, I got a chance to to compete in his uh, freestyle competition, and I actually won. And so that was the actual prize for me to collab with Cannon. And so I'm just, it's it's basically like an hourglass right now. I'm just sort of waiting, and uh, I'm excited to work with dude. He's definitely a genuine guy, and 
Yeah, man, it's a dream come true to be able to work with somebody like that, man. He's definitely like a, a predecessor of mine, and um, he's influenced my craft a lot. And so, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. It's going to be some some more same energy type stuff. So, <laughs> Bro, is, is there a contest you enter that you don't win? Uh Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, let me, let me put myself on blast. Yeah. No, um, yeah, there definitely, there's been, a, there's been a couple, which nah. is cool for me because it just lets me know I haven't arrived. There's things I need to still work on, so I'm cool with that. Nah, bro. I'm just playing, man. You be killing. So, I mean, you, you entered the contest. I had you killed. That and one, um, when, when I heard you was entering the cannon situation, I already knew what the deal was. So Man. I knew that was gonna be a rap, and so you you killed that. I mean, like you do stuff like you do exercising your bars, right? Like raise the bar, like that's that's the thing for you. You know what I mean? Thank you, yes sir. And so, um, yes, like it's not just a song title; it's like a whole thing for you. And so, and you've done that consistently for a while. Um, your name's really starting to buzz, bro. I don't know if you know it, and stay humble and don't know it if you don't know it. But it's <laughs> it's really starting to buzz. And I'm praying the absolute best for you. Jason Bordeaux is always one of your biggest fans, always bringing you up. Um, Man, I know that guy forever. That's that's my guy right there. Yeah, and and he loves Chris Noel. Like he makes that quite obvious. And um, bro, and you are gaining fans by the day. And I pray, man, that you know as you move forward, um, that you keep that same energy because I know you will. Man, I appreciate you, brother. Man, I, I'm 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 grateful for this opportunity to come and chop it up with you. Absolutely, man. Yo, honestly, bro, I want to talk to you. Like, there's some stuff that happens in the world of soccer. I know you'll be on it. So, if we can, I'm going to reach out again, bro. As soon as something pops off with soccer, I'm going to hit up Chris Noel so we can get the skinny on it. Because this was, when I saw this incident, bro, and and I and I saw you tweet about it, I was like, man, that's, that's cold-blooded, man. I would hate to, like, you think that's over. You know what I mean? Jackie Robinson nah. dealt with that. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. we, and we think ignorantly that that's over. You know what I mean? There's no way a player goes on the field on. and experience that. But that's not true anymore. Mm-mm. 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 Because you got to think, too, like, in the, the atmospheres of these countries, like, they're not, yeah, we're the minority here in the United States. But it's crazy because if you look at our leagues, most of our players are African-American. Like, a lot, a, a good majority of them. You know what I mean? But over there... Like all these countries, think about it. Like all these countries play soccer. Like the whole world plays soccer. So if you go to a an all Caucasian, for lack of better words, um, country, that's gonna be the people playing. You know what I'm saying? And like their whole their whole culture and way of thinking is completely different than ours. And what's acceptable is way different than ours. You know what I mean? And so um, it's it's crazy, bro. Like and even our mindset, like how we view just soccer in general. It's crazy, too. Like, I remember being in high school, bro, and I actually used to get in fights over because I played soccer. You know what I mean? Like, because in Texas, they were like, yo, with that speed, you should be playing football. And dudes would be like, bro, you ain't you ain't this, that, and the third because you ain't this. I was like, bro, I still got hands, though. <laughs> I, still got, I still got these hands. You can still get these hands. I'm, watch you know your mouth. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, but I've moved on since then. So, we're not in the same place. Bless but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, it's just crazy, like, the dynamics culturally of how sports and and bigotry are meshed together. And, like, you can't get away from it. That's that's It's crazy to me, man. And so, um, it's definitely there, man. It's, and it's, I don't – I know that they're trying to do things, but I don't, I don't know, like – 
I honestly don't know what the remedy is because like it is here in the United States, that's type of stuff is taught at home. It's like so ingrained into the culture. It's like, how do you strip a culture of that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, it's unfortunate. I mean, unless they start removing titles or, or eliminating people from participation in the World Cup. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, I mean, it, I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. Because literally what they're doing, okay, so as you know, like I'm from Dallas or around Dallas, right? And so let's just say that Dallas Cowboys is my team. <clears throat> let's say that we play the Redskins. We go there. Or the Redskins come to Dallas. Um, and for whatever reason all the fans, our fans just start doing some crazy stuff to the Redskins team, right? Just uh, like unbelievable type stuff. So the NFL would basically find the Dallas Cowboys for what the fans are doing. And so now the Dallas Cowboys organization is is charged with, like, like we can't be losing money. And so y'all going to have to, to they got to come up with a system to stop them from doing the crazy stuff. That's basically what they're doing. I don't know if it's, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Cause they've been doing that for a while now. You still, you, you still see them saying, you know what I'm saying? Saying like throwing bananas and, and, and making yeah, monkey see, noises and stuff. My, my thing is this. Um, I feel like, I feel like it could work, right? But when, yeah. when you come back and you have managers and club presidents denying the situation ever occurred, man, yeah. it's going to be hard to fight past that, right? Because it's the people what, plus the politics. But bro, what is that? Hey, straight up. Like, what does that sound like? If you really, if you want to keep it funky right now, what does that sound like? It sounds like our culture. Like we deny that. Oh, racism there's That's bro, we're past mm. that. That's that's. It's not what it. Is. If mm. you want to be real about it, yeah, that's the same thing. But and, and think about it. Italy is probably they're decades behind us in 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 dealing with that type of stuff. So of course they're gonna deny it and be like, oh, that's it's really not what you think it is. You know what I'm saying? Yep. When in, in the United States is right here in front of our face, and we still got people who are who are just sort of like. Nah, it's not what you think, man. It's, it's like, bro, it's blatant. It's like right there. And the, right and there. the crazy part like is when got, it becomes super blatant, they get quiet. Yeah. Like, bro, like, when's the last time you've been to an NFL or NBA game with, where somebody got a swastika in the crowd? And, they like, they got their shirt off with a swastika on, a pain on their chest. Never, because here you get blasted for it. Yeah, it, bro, but that's what they do in those games, bro. They're like, they got the whole fascist, the whole, like, hell Hitler... That's it's there, bro. Like you shouldn't be alone after the game if you black type stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow, man. So, wow. It's a it's a whole different beast, man. Well, look, we'll um we'll continue to you know talk about it. We'll continue to to try to you know spread the news about it here and let people know. Like, I mean, I think a lot of stuff happens because a lot of people just don't know or just don't care to know. But we should know, and this kind of stuff makes you more aware. Um, honestly, before the situation, I was I was unaware to how much racism actually happens over there in their culture, as far as soccer is concerned. But now that I know, I, I need more people to know. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I encourage you guys if you get a chance, go on YouTube and just type in racism and, and football. It's called football by the rest of the world, or racism in soccer, and and your eyes will be opened up. You'll see what is this, and so um, yeah. Wow. Yo, thank you so much for joining us, bro. Um, Look, if you're listening to this podcast, man, here's what I need you to do. I need you to go follow Chris Noel right now. Chris, give him that Twitter info, bro. Hey, I appreciate you, bro. So it's going to be who is K-R-I-S-N-O-E-L, just like Christmas. Who is Chris Noel 
all one word. Um, get at me on Twitter. Get at me on Instagram. Get at me on Facebook. I would love to connect with you guys and fellowship. Yeah, man. Absolutely, bro. Um, go follow Chris Noel, man. Go follow my boy Manny Willis. Go follow Mr. Rell. Look, man, there they have a lot of hot stuff coming out. Just go listen to this track right now. If you're listening right to this, now. stop it. Now go go to Spotify, <laughs> listen to Same Energy by Chris Noel and, and Mr. Rell, man. It, it's a hot track. It's super dope. Produced by my boy. Um man, I'm just geeked about it. But Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, go ahead and also, if you're there, listen, drop us that five-star review, man. Drop us that five-star review on drop Apple. That, we need that. that so people can know more about this podcast, yo. Um, look, it's been a pleasure um, being here with you today. I pray you have an awesome one. God bless. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm going to make a toast because we still alive. No big. I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. Coming in. This is Andrew Brown with the North Florida Tigers prep program, and you are listening to me on MTMV. Support the podcast whenever you can, listen as much as you can, and share as much as you can. Aaron Simpkins here, the host of the True Strength Life podcast and owner of True Strength Apparel. Check out truestrengthapparel.com where we have tank tops to flip-flops and anything in between, all based on a message of the truth of Jesus Christ. Keep it locked right here with my family from the My Team, My Voice Sports Podcast Network. And don't forget to check out truestrengthapparel.com.